welcome, 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 welcome to Sunday service. Wherever you are, in the embassies, in clusters, welcome global family. Say hello to someone in the comments. First time you've been here, say hello to someone in the church here. Rosh Hashanah, Vajom Kippur, and he's kept his word. We've seen some deliverance, we've seen amazing testimonies, we've seen amazing prophecies, and he's ready in his army. So we continue to press in, we continue to press in. Just welcome the Spirit of the Living God, give him thanks, give him praise. Give him thanksgiving praise. Enter his courts with thanksgiving. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. We don't always need to look for his hand. What we ought to do is be looking for his face, for his panim. Said Moses knew his ways. The children of Israel knew his acts. We want to be like Mary. We want to be like sitting at the Lord's feet. We want to place demand on the spirit. For God is not just his system as well as a personality. He's a what and a who. Timothy 1.17 says, Unto the King Eternal, Immortal, Most Wise God, Invisible unto you, prescribe honor, power, and glory. He is the King Eternal of all of the Spirit, but He's also a who? He's Yahweh, He's the self existent, eternal one, and it is His good pleasure to make man a little lower than Elohim, even though. Even though we fell, he had a plan. He had a plan to redeem us by spilling his own blood, his sinless blood, so we can be restored. We can have redemption in Christ. We can have his righteousness. And he's picked up our sin. He died, was buried, resurrected. And because of his self un, self unselfish act, it's because we now have access to the Holy of Holies. It's now because we can worship the Father in spirit and in truth because he has sent the Holy Spirit, the Numa, Rabashandakatai. So kingdom culture. Lengthen your stakes, break up your fallow ground, pull on your pull on your garment of praise. 
give thanks to King Eternal. Let him know that you're here. You are here. You want to go deeper. You want to go further. You want to press in. We've been talking about Bokur. Allah to the one whose glory thunders. We give thanks to the darling of heaven. The crown prince. We give thanks to he who was and is and is to come. We give thanks to the one who holds the waters of the world in the hollow of his hand. We give thanks to the one who weighed the hills and mountains in a balance. We give thanks to the one who measured the dust of the earth in his span. Sovereign Lord, Ramando Shkata, Spirit of the Sovereign God, we worship you, we welcome you, we say, Come and take your place. Lebrakata, Mando Shkata, it's not about our hustle today, oh God, it's about your agenda. Mandakabarabasha, Spirit of the Sovereign God, we say, Reveal Jesus to us. Reveal Jesus to us. Manda kabarada basete te taila brakata. Oh Jesus, reveal yourself, oh God. Manda skale bra ikamando shkatai. Rada baba koto. Zakada baraba shanda kata papa pa. Rokomando shada. Radando kotai asheke te te. Rend the heavens, oh God. Incline your ear to our cry. Mando shande you who walks upon the wings of the wind you who dwell between the caribim wheel within the wheel we welcome you God we welcome you Holy Spirit Sovereign God we thank you for solar script Toro God, Makatapa, we thank you for the logos of God, Makabaraba, but we want divine encounters, God. We want divine encounters, Libra Katabaraba Shandalaban, Libra Katando Shada. We want, we don't want to be the same we came in today. Uh, when we leave, God, Libra Manda, speak and touch each and every one of our hearts, Lord. You've written your laws in our hearts. Your word says that we are like trees planted beside waters, and in due season, our leaves will bear fruit God this is the season of Bokur it is our moed our point in time you who stand between the candlesticks oh God reveal Jesus God reveal Jesus that is our heart's cry we thank you God because before you there was no God formed you are Alpha Omega the beginning and the end you are he who speaks things into being you are blessed up with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places co-heirs in Christ born again of the incorruptible seed Manda Kata 
Jadai Take your place, oh God. We want to sit at your feet. We want to sit at your feet, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Bless you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're going to do, O oh God. We thank you for your encounters today. We thank you, God. for engaging us for activating for Catalan bonus for, for apprehending us oh God according to the volume of the book that you wrote about us for Lord you have known us and you know us we thank you, Lord, that we are fearless and wonderfully made, O oh God. And all of our names are engraved on the palm, on your palm, O oh God. Libra that we are the apple of your eye. Mando a row diadem. Leba shande de de bokota. Rada se te 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 rokota. Jada ikabado kotondo salabrada se te te labrakatando shadai. Ebe korodo shikaire de bakosi kaida basuan. Utari kabasu narada ishaye. Leba sikera utubarakusanarae. Liben de sheba okorati. Mako barada sikaira doshaye. Holy Spirit. Mikandobo sikaira bashikaira usana. Liben de riesikendebo sabaye. Libet sukura da shikandi rabasie. Lubariando boscabai. Neri esikende boshial. Mikando rosibae la ar. Mienda kuratar. Meko siba ashika i anduru bese. Lobo shiba ekaira desial. Lima tukura da sikaira bashikaira basoare. Lebe tikena ba ikora doshae. Woba ikanere sial. Yeba akura da shikane ba ikondoro siar. Liba shokora ba sial. Iene korado shiba ikandri asularai. Lebe korado shikaira basie. 
Spirit of living God, come and rest on us, Lord. Sovereign God, Self-assistant one. Ye can de bashi barako sabal. Holy God. Ye koba si can de basho barako saye. Provider. Lide masuku baraye. Ancient of days. Nibe koradiane masobaraye. Mighty God. Libe koshi barako batai. Ubatai idan dikando bora saye. Libe siba bako sharaida basoai. The one who is wisdom, the one who is love. Reme sikande basho kuraba. Ie kamanti tarado sibae. Le baroko shabai. Le me tikandorodo sabai. Hey, aroma tie. Hey, matari ide makora shala. Uretiani makobaraye. Metikaye, lemananaru sabara ikara, 
Lidene diera iyatuba ukubaraye. Latianina itabara itararasian. Libene de cona riara antipayando rusabal. Riene rie cura rarashandere mantita. Ube betiene reba ukubaraye. Ube tiena anti darusisaye. Ubarushanere coradai. This afternoon, I want us to stir up the heavens. Stir up the heavens. Stir up your God. Stir up Ladirada sumanana ikanirial Uborata itaba ida korase Meshabarararabati kanirial Urodo simaniriela koshaba Me korade titae Mero saye Oraraye, obara atita ye, me kutara isana ye, me rukala, me lukara atita ne mayola, me koraye shabaye kaneri esebaye, lora basi kanera eshane, yera usabara. Vurashandere kosabae Leria tusama Rayena tukaradai Keep going but for those who don't understand me Let me help you We want to stir up God today. We want to stir up the heavens. Because of the current times we're in. We need God's activity. We need the creatures. We need the angels. They need to come on this earth to do a work. And so however you want to do it. Hirarado ko shararaba sekerere bosaye. Lebantu rararai. Ire keneriere shanerie bokosaba. Lirere sibako shabarakotai. Ubaradan 
Metsubasikana Uboshibarako Sibarae No Kubatikande Basokuradae Reba Sheka Aya Lorumati Tanderiero Sukuradabasiana Great God Liden to Duba Kubaradar Nemi Osokura Shande Riema Sokora Ila Liba Sukuna Bashiba Ikaara Inenene sikane de boshabararasi, lide kuna dariala, nema suane koshabara, rekosi inaye. Hariatu sara, mikiaroshari, miokuara titararasi. See, this is not just for us. Every year from around this time onwards till about midway through January blood is spilt everywhere blood is spilt everywhere and not on the altar of Yahweh so we need the influence of Yahweh Mikura de Sabai Mikura da Sibaye Reba Tikiano Tubara Usabal for a minute so every year every year from around this time there is always an increase in the devilish activity in demonic activities around this time onwards till about midway January or so there's always an enormous amount of death everywhere that you cannot account for. Enormous amount of bloodshed, both of the innocent and those that are not. For an agenda that is not Yahweh's, But this year is different. It will not be the same as it's always been. So as we continue, that is part of what you are doing. That is part of what you are praying. That is part of what you are asking. Obarade sabai, that heaven Diamakora Sibaraye 
will intervene this year in the earth. That the altars that we raise be for Yahweh. That Yahweh has the most, the many, the weightiest altars on this earth. Whatever country you may be tuning in from, let it be so. Creator of the heavens and of the earth. Nena Utsubaya, we invite you. Nikenebo Subara Ikanrea Rosiala. Neme Shiba Okora Dari Inesiba. Lesuande Baye. We acknowledge your sovereignty. Nime Suba Akara. We acknowledge that you are supreme. Ieko Sabari Debeshiana. Ieko that we are the sheep of your pasture. Neme Kora Siba Ien. Letsubarako. That we are the extension of you on the earth. Lime sukora dar. Ie mo shibo kurada ine kaar. Utaba tukuskari ine mesi baya. Ile tura ati ikaraya. Ie makoraba sikaneri bo shabar. Leti kheyerodo siba akurada ba sikana. Ie dere sikheyaye. Ie mo kubashi bararaya. Lebora ba itedere sikaye rebobo suaneri ba shikara basi lerere sa iano koradar reba shokora ba lemeneri boko sababaya.
So as the angel of the Lord swept across Egypt, angel of the Lord sweep, going to say something that does, is not leaving me. There's a man watching. There's a man watching and you are one of those shed blood I don't know how or what format but as you have tuned in of God is warning you not to do it again. Calling you to repentance. 
Because the next time you try to do it, and we know the next time is soon because you're already prepared, you have a plan. But the next time you try to do it, it will be you. For if you do not heed the word and you wait until the time, when things have already gone wrong, there will be no mercy found. this past two weeks a lot has happened just within the past two weeks 
And one of the things that came to me was because we've heard so much, we've found out so much. We have, for some people, a path has been opened up. For some people, a plan has unraveled itself. Now, what I want us to pray about is in everything that God is doing this, this time, that we will birth it according to his promise, not according to the flesh. What do I mean by that? God said, Abraham, you will have a, you will have a son. You will have a, a child. Everything may be lined up in heaven. Everything may be waiting to be lined up on the earth. But rather than working through and working with the one who gave that promise, we believe we work with the Holy Spirit and we create what is supposed to be the promise, but it's actually not the promise. And for some people it's very, it's very thin because you feel like that same voice that said A is the same voice that said B, but actually it's not. And so I want us to just pray. Father, in everything that you are doing, in everything you have said, all the promises that are to come, all the promises that we are seeing, let me not build it according to my flesh. Let me not build it according to what I think is you, but build it according to your promise. Build it according to your promise. Let my eyes become your eyes. Let me not build it according to the things I see around the world. Let me not build it according to my perspective of the plan. Let me not build it according to the wisdom you have given me. Let me not build it according to the grace and the mercy. Let me not build it according to the anointing. As a house, Lord, you build your promise. You build your promise, Lord. You build your promises. Lord, 
Bet kura amasabar, reantu kure i emea, libentu ryo suba ai, veba ukubara shan, ne dikiano ro sabar, iletikane basukura rashiara. O Lord our God, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. You who know the end from the beginning. And the time in which the job is available. The time in which the appointed job is come. Lead your people. Lead your people, Lord, where that contract is. And the right time for it. The right relationships, the right friendships. Even the right acquaintances, Lord. The right offering, Lord. And the time for that soul. Worshippers, those who sing. There is a right time to open your mouth. And the wrong time. The time to sing is something in the right time. In the right place. In the right people. And in this time, the instructions are going to come. They're going to seem so strict. They're going to seem so severe. But it is exactly as it is. It is exactly as you have heard it. Do not add, do not subtract. Do not create. We're all about the sound. But the sound is changing. The sound is changing. Change with the sound. Father, we receive grace to change with the sound. And at first, it would not feel familiar. It would feel strange. It's not what you're used to. It's not what you know. That that is the sound that would touch under, under the earth.
My beloved is the most beautiful. Your flame 
burn out the world your fire your flame and burn out the world in me in me your fire your flame burn out the world in me today one more time your fire And burn out the world in me. Say today, today, and today, today. Say today, today, today. Today, 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 your fire, your flame. Wouldn't you burn out the word in me, the world in me? Say your fire, Lord, your fire, your flame, and burn out the flesh, the flesh in me. Now say your fire, Lord, fire, your flame, your flame, and burn out all sin, burn out all sin in me today. One more time. Today, today. Turn that song into a prayer. Turn that song into a prayer. Ask him to burn out the world. Come on, pray. Pray. Burn out the world. Say, Lord, burn it out. 
Shilabarokoro, Shalom Aleichem. Lasunda brado zebreketi bradia. Burn out the world in me. Burn out the world. Burn it out. Burn it out. Tell him, tell him. Burn it. Not take it out. Burn it out. Some things aren't taken. They're burnt. Come on, lift your voice and cry to the Lord. Let the fire of your presence. Shalom Aleichem, please. Let the fire of your presence. Sinaroko rababa siketeteti. Zile de deboria karados de mehedi nandi ekodababa. Zebre korabababa. Zebre kunan zabretetiti. Let the fire of your presence. Let the fire of your glory take it up. Both in the stream and the house. Lahuna shikati. Let the fire of your glory. Your glory. This is what encounters accomplish. Lekuma sebradia. They shift you from the flesh into the spirit. They put you in the plane where God moves and dwells. Lakuma. The Bible says. Lahuria baguria pasile de don de brekida da babrokoskedi jaburodo brokuza bradiandea. It says that as we behold in a glass the image of the Lord, we're changed into the same image from glory unto glory. We're changed into the same image we are changed we are changed we are changed the presence of the lord is a transformative system it's a transformative system it is a system of migration it's a system of migration. La Sure, it's designed to transport you. La Numbrekete, come on, open your mouth. The chariots of the Lord are those of fire. Can I get some gain in this, please? The chariots of the Lord are those of fire. Fire, fire, fire. Oh, somebody pray today, pray today. He moves by fire. The transport system of the spirit realm is one of fire. The transport system of the spirit is fire. Somebody say fire. When God wants to move, he moves by fire. When a sacrifice on the earth will reach the heavens, it does so by fire. Oh, would you pray somebody? Fire is a transportational system. We ask Lord for fire. When God was going to come to the earth in the dispensation of the church, he came. He came. Up in the house, please. He came by fire. By fire. By fire. He came by fire. 
He came by fire And in this season He'll return by fire Oh, if you're in the house today, I want to hear your voice. If you're in the house, I want to hear your voice. This is not a silent one. Fire, fire, fire. He purifies the sons of Levi by fire. So we can offer a sacrifice that is acceptable unto him. Zile fire 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 lord when he revealed himself to moses he did so by what by fire when he struck covenant with abraham he came as a lamp of when he instituted the tabernacle he said the fire on the altar must not go out when he judged the sons of Aaron it was because they offered strange fire this heaven and earth will be someday disposed of by fire he baptizes with the holy ghost and fire for the lord is a consuming fire he makes his angels wind and his ministers fire somebody say lord set my life on fire open your mouth in this season fire is a universal language of the spirit fire lord fire fire purify purity is the byproduct come on pray see holiness is the byproduct of the fire because when he comes to sit lanu with his fire he burns the dross as a refiner of silver till he can see his face till he can see his face
For this year coming shall be one of fire. Sayeth the Spirit. Don't, don't stop praying. Sayeth the Spirit of the Lord. Alumbre. And as it is in the natural, so it shall be in the realm of in the spirit, so it shall be in the realm of the natural. For I will visit the earth with my fire, says the Lord. Nando repapa sikreketina for it will be a year of many signs says God a year of many signs says the Lord many signs and prevalent shall be the sign of fire For even in the first month shall it break forth. Even in the first month shall it break forth, says the Lord. Hear me by the Spirit. Now, I don't know if I'm talking to the mother or the father, but there is Welcome a person. Welcome once again to my channel. Thank you. There's a person. Who is about to abort a child. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if the person hearing me is the mother or the father, but there's a parent who is about to be complicit in the abortion of a child now first of all and despite my some people don't understand the difference between my pulpit ministry and my witness to the world when I'm talking to the church I'm talking to the church when I'm talking to the world I'm talking to the world and sometimes I'm talking to the church because I need the church to understand how the world sees it but in case you ever doubted my stand on the issue of abortion I'm not pro-life or pro-choice, I'm pro-God. Because pro-life and pro-choice have become political. I'm pro-God and his word, which says that before you are formed in your mother's womb, he knows you. Are we clear? But beyond the word or what the word of God says, take the keys down just a tiny bit, just a tiny, tiny bit. There is the understanding heaven would have you know that that child has a hand and destiny of God on him. God says you will know if you keep it that it is a him. And God says if you kill my prophet, I will hold you accountable. Now, I, don't under, I don't know, I may not understand the, 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 the circumstances surrounding it, you may be saying pastor you don't know what this is going to cost me frankly speaking and i say this with all all compassion for you i don't care 
I'm going to put my email on the screen. If, if you need emotional and spiritual support through this decision, please reach out to me. But I plead you in the name, I plead with you in the name of Jesus. God says, do not kill my prophet. For I will, with, I will, I will require at your hand, not just his blood, but the blood of many that are connected to my purpose for him. You, 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 you've made up your mind. I don't know if you've spoken to your partner or not, but you've, you've disused, I'm talking to, or maybe your partner has made the decision and told you and you're just going along with it. But whichever one of you is driving this bus, park and turn around. Heaven is standing at attention based on your decision. Listen, and there will be consequences. Physical consequences for you, says God, if you go through with this. I see a pool of blood, yours, the mother. Hear me by the Spirit. You may not survive that procedure. I'm not talking to every woman who wants an abortion. I'm talking to this particular one, this particular one. There's a pool of blood I see as a consequence. It may cost your life and if it doesn't, it definitely will cost you long-term consequences. I plead with you, reach out to me. We'll get through this together. That child is ordained for great things. A day will come, father or mother, where it will be your, your greatest legacy will be to have been the parent of that child. Plus, as to tell you that in the years and decades to come, it will be a sense of pride and legacy to say, I am so-and-so's father or mother. Such is the greatness assigned to that child. And God said to tell you that if you will partner with me like Joseph and Mary to look after my son, I will make it worth your while. There is a blessing reserved for your home and and i am assuming i don't know i know married people sometimes too like want to have an abortion i don't know if it's that like you're not married but whatever it is there is a blessing coming into your space on the back of that child from the day the child is born god says i'm going to begin to pay child support both financially and in my goodness to you Your blood is now officially not on my hands anymore. I have set before you this day life and death. Choose life that you, that child, and many others may live. Thus saith the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord. Hallelujah. I'll take the keys down a little bit more. I want us to pray about something. Um, if, you, if you've been following us the last two weeks, you, you know that we're in a, a different stream at the moment. 
and last weekend we prayed for God to erect an altar here, remember? And I told her the altar would not necessarily depend on who all the time was here. Anybody who stands here in God's will. Listen, there's, there's a very interesting specification. This altar filters by righteousness. It will strike unrepentant righteousness. So, for those of us who come here regularly, you and God need to do some business. This altar has been assigned to reject unright. Does that make sense? The people who we cannot invite here anymore for their good. Secondly, it will filter for divine submission to God through spiritual authority. The Lord began to show me a wind that blew in our house in a previous season of this of vertical disunity that caused horizontal disunity. Keys down a bit further, keys down a bit further. There's a low roar, a very low roar. This is what I want them to hear what I'm saying. That we are on the doorstep of a season we came close to before. And the disqualification, amongst other things, was a lack of vertical unity. Psalm 133 talks about two types of unity, vertical and horizontal. We call vertical unity submission. We call horizontal unity fellowship. Does that make sense? And the Lord began to show me that it is the desire of the enemy again to revisit. But <laughs> uh, Satan, you'll find a different set of people, especially this one. This man is not the same man you saw a decade ago. So this altar is going to filter for true, and not submission to a person or people, submission to a culture and a divine assignment, including the one talking to you. When we stand here, there must be an alignment with the agenda of God as he has laid for us in our house and a heart connection of purity to the human vessels at every stage of the family tree that he has assigned as stewards. So if you are dealing with any form of emotional or what's what I'm looking for now, if, if you have an offense or a wound that is causing you to act out, now would be the time to get it sorted. Now we've been begging, right, behind the scenes. Now I'm instructing for your safety. Does that make sense? Because the glory of the Lord is a dangerous thing. Does that make sense? It's not all fun and games when the glory of God begins to manifest. The Bible says if you want to offer a sacrifice and you have all against your brother, and that includes your brother upwards or downwards. Because listen, vertical unity is not only about being submitted to. 
It's sometimes about creating the right atmosphere for who God has asked to submit to you to be able to. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Therefore, wives, submit yourselves to your husband as unto the Lord. Listen, if you are a husband making it almost impossible for your wife to submit to you, you'll both be punished for her lack of submission. Does that make sense? You will be judged by God. (laughs) The Bible says, paraphrase, woe to whom, or woe to the one by whom offenses come. It doesn't just mean the one who is offended. Does that make sense? Sometimes the one who precipitates the offense is the recipient of divine judgment. So we have a season as a house to clean up this wind before the glory hits. Amen? And the Bible says if you have something against your brother, whose responsibility is it for, to, to, to reconcile? Whose responsibility? Talk to me. The one. The one who is offended. It's not so, yeah, well, I'm waiting. No, no, no. It says, if you have something against you, even if they caused it, it is your responsibility. It's an instruction. Are you listening to me? I, I'm, I'm saying this under the hand of God. This is not Rev speaking. This is an instruction from Zion. It is a sin in the name of wanting peace it's a sin in the name of wanting peace to not deal with offense jesus spoke it in matthew 18 it was it's red letters in your bible if you have ought against your brother go and tell him not show him not act out to him not subliminally message him tell someone say go meaning leave your comfort zone step out of your comfort in the situation go meet him where he is geographically or emotionally and tell him with the and the bible says your focus there is to win your brother not to inflict on him or her the wound you think they inflicted on you not to dump on them your frustration go with the mindset of winning him someone say winning him meaning there is a conflict Help me, Holy Ghost. You think you're having a quarrel, but there is a battle. Someone say battle. There's a spiritual war. And for the, re- for, for the relationship to be restored, you have to what? Win. Someone say win. It just reminds me of a conversation I was having with a child of mine this morning. Um, and, and the Lord had me tell them 
that what they saw as a with somebody else as a about it has nothing to do with what i'm saying i did this wasn't planned until literally five seconds before i started talking um and i asked him i said are you have you sat down to figure out the root of this issue because and then they told me oh well it started when something happened i said so isn't that obvious because god showed me see that this this is not about your pain or frustration per se that's an outworking of a spiritual conflict and if you attack the root the leaves will dry up but if you keep chopping off leaves they'll grow back does that make sense um <laughs> we had a family conversation with our levites and our workers keys are still too loud just take them out take them out take them wait not not completely but way 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 down we had a conversation a family conversation with our levites recently and um and um i i tried to do it the the fatherly way and, and i will return to doing it the fatherly way but this man talking to you now is not the father does that make sense this is the prophet same person different offices this is the prophet prophet there is an injunction from heaven an instruction right to deal with offense as the lord lives look at me as the lord lives and as i live i am telling you that heaven's morning gazette news to us kingdom culture is deal with offense some say deal with offense it does heaven does not care about what happened it cares about the effect it had on you and for your good heaven is saying deal with offense both internally and externally deal with offense in your biological families deal with offense among your circle of friends outside the house but certainly also deal with offense in this house Listen, because something is coming that will filter out offense. It will filter out offense. The same tide that causes one boat to float, if you have the whole of offense in yours, will sink you. Secondly, and the Lord says to say this to someone, some of the people you offended at are about to be elevated by God. Because they're his children too. And yes, they, they, they actually validly hurt you. Half of them don't know they did. The other half told you sorry and thought it was settled, but you decided that you were more holy than Jesus and that there was something Jesus forgave on the cross that you have the right not to forgive. And the third said, actually, just didn't bother to apologize. And God says, my hand on their life is not just for them. There are things assigned and tied to them for which I must elevate them. 
And if you don't deal with the offense now, it will kill you when you watch the arising. And what was supposed to be a sign to you for your rising will condemn you. What should have, what should have strengthened your faith and expectation will from the place of pain, jealous, the anger of how can God bless this person. God says that will shut you down. Secondly, he says, some of you, if you don't deal with offense now, will fight my anointed. Because some of the people you are fighting are about to have the hand of God come on them. Listen, and not all of them are like Israel Olumide Siave, who regularly prays and says, Lord, everyone I love who is walking in anger against me for their sake, my sake, forgive them. We are few who pray that prayer. Some of you have been spared horrible consequences because of my utterances. Lord, ignore. Have mercy. Let me say this in my mother's language. It means it's just immaturity. Listen, not everybody has that depth of walk with God. Be careful who you fight in this season. So fix the offense now. And I'm giving you an instruction if I am your shepherd. If you cannot follow this instruction, I am not your shepherd. Right? Not everybody can be shepherded by prophet. If, 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 if you believe this next instruction is too much for you to follow, please send me an email tonight. Or call me and tell me your time under my leadership is over. I will understand. But this is the instruction. If anyone comes to you saying they came to settle an offense, I don't care whether or not you think you are right. You must give them an audience. So for instance, Pastor T, I want to come to you and says, well, you know, Pastor T, I heard what Rev said on Sunday, so I want to tell you how angry I am with you about these things. Even if you think the person is a witch, right? If I'm going to be your shepherd, you will sit down, you will hear them out in a spirit of love, even while you are burning, right? And then you will say, okay, I've heard what you said. In any way I hurt you, I apologize. Now, can we work things out because this is how I feel? But if anybody believes that you are beyond the, the Bible's instruction to be a peacemaker, I am not your shepherd in this season. Are we clear? Are we clear? Some of you are going to be called, and when you hear what people say, you want to go find a knife. You're like, how? You, you will feel, in fact, has anybody ever told you that you're, they're upset with you, and when you hear why they're upset with you, hatred forms in your heart like what kind of nonsense is this okay i'm, I'm now I'm, I'm pleading with you as a shepherd for my sake and for god's sake tolerate that over the next few weeks because there will be a lot of it 
let that be your sacrifice for the purpose of God to be manifest in this day. And I'm talking to myself too, because I, I, I expect a few conversations. I, I, I'm waiting for some, um, God help me, help me. Secondly, I want us to pray. If you're on your feet, please stand up. This morning, the Lord spoke to me. Now, I don't speak Hausa, so if anybody does, please, if you speak Hausa, uh, please send me or send us a message in the comment section. But I saw in the spirit a fire break out in a place called Sabongari. And I believe this is somewhere in northern Nigeria. Secondly, I may be wrong, but I think Sabongari is not the name of just one place. I think it is, if what God showed me is correct, it is a type of place. Are you with me? Thirdly, I think, again, I don't know, that's what I'm asking, please, if anybody speaks Hausa, or if you know somebody who speaks Hausa, or those of you who have Google devices, please help me check Sabongari, whatever it means. I think it has something to do with Christians, from what I saw. So where is it? It's a local government area in Kaduna State. Okay. Pardon? Northern and also in northern Cameroon. So there's more than one Sabongari, right? Okay, because that's why that's why I saw it's it's a kind, I feel like it was a kind of place, not just a particular place. Right? Somebody's sending me something. Let me just see what this is. Aha. You know, I told you I saw something to do with Christians. So it says it's a section of cities and towns in northern Nigeria, south central Niger, and northern Cameroon, whose residents are not indigenous to Hausa land. I saw a fire break out in Kotan unquote Sabongari. And it may not necessarily be a physical fire. But there is trouble about to break out in Sabon Gary. Somebody open your mouth with me and let us quench that fire now. Open your mouth and pray. That we destroy the counsel of the enemy. The wind from the east bringing demonic fire, calamity, violence to every Sabongari connected to this word. We shut you down in the name of Jesus. We shut you down in the name of Jesus. We pour the water of the Spirit and we quench every strange fire. We pour the water of the Spirit and we quench every strange fire assigned to Sabongari in the name of Jesus.
Father, we command that plot to fail. We send divine fire on those demonic altars. We quench that beast and we run it through with your fiery dart. In the name of Jesus. Hear me. Hear me. Hear me. God is updating the word. Now, or expanding the word, I should say. Now, I don't know if there is a Sabongari in Jos. I'm assuming there's not one because I know the, or the Plateau state, I know the Plateau state is not indigenously a Hausa state. So I may be wrong, but I'm going to assume that by the definition, somebody just sent me what Sabongari means. There's none in the Plateau state. But I see a beast rise in the plateau. And from what I'm picking up, this is a seasonal beast. It, it comes every so often. Um, it has reared its head before. And it is about, oh, so I've just been told there is a Sabongarin Joss. Okay, so maybe, maybe we're drilling deeper. I don't know. I, I, I you know, we prophesy in part, uh, unlike some other people. I do not believe I am a master prophet. I believe there's only one master prophet. So I am a junior prophet who prophesies in part. So I will only say what I know. I'll leave the, the gaps to be filled by the Holy Spirit. But I see a beast arise in the plateau. So it's in the east, isn't it? Aha. Because I saw the wind blowing the fire from the east as I just prayed. It was in the east. On my way to church this morning, um, my YouTube feed just threw me up uh, a video, you know, and uh, one of my brothers, uh, Reverend Austin Okwari, was ministering. Um, he was in the city of Jos. And he was prophesying to a woman. I caught it for about five minutes. You know, I, I went to get my car from, from where it was charging for about five minutes. And he was prophesying to a son about her mother. And he said to the son that her mother, his mother, his son about his mother, the mother was about to rise into a position that will be challenged by demonic people, try to take her out. And that he was uh, speaking the the protection of God over her. And then he pointed and he said he was talking to the East for protection or to deal with something. And in the spirit realm, I caught the other side of that. It was almost like, because he was he pointed to the screen. So I was watching it on my tablet. Uh, he pointed to the screen and it was almost like I went into a parallel dimension and I was in the East. And in the east where I was, he was talking about a family. I saw a fire rising, spreading from there. And the Lord said to me the word Sabongari. I've been meditating on it all morning. And as I began to chew on it, 
I heard that it Savangari isn't necessarily quote unquote just a place. It's not necessarily the name of the place that's the issue. It's the it's the implication. I, I heard it almost like almost like saying city center. If you say city center, in this city we know this is the city center, but we know that we're talking about the the district of retail and commercial activity. Does that make sense? So God said to me, Sabongari, East, fire, trouble, quench it. The second thing he said to me, um, and I haven't had the chance to talk to, to my brothers yet about this, uh, is that part of the strategy for quenching that fire will be apostolic houses. Hear me. And that, and there is a brother of mine who is in that city who has just completed or is completing as we speak a conference and that an outpouring that will happen or has happened as part of the conference is significantly a significant portion thank you holy spirit i I'm, I'm seeing him fitted for a suit in the spirit. And the suit is in the spirit fireproof. I'm seeing angels take measurements. Chest, waist, leg, arms. He's been fitted for a suit. And the Lord is saying that one of the first responsibilities of that new mantle is that fire that is staring in the east. So I want us to lift up our voices and pray. Now, the, the, this brother of mine is due to come to the summit in a few weeks. His name is Reverend Gideon Odoma. Let's lift up a voice and pray. And say, Lord, empower that house to quench that fire. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. I, I think their name is Fortress Ministry, if I'm not mistaken. Say, Lord, we speak to the house of the Fortress Ministries. We speak to your bond servant and the apostolic team in that house oh somebody pray if i told you there was a fire coming in london how would you pray raise them with an authority that is designed to shut that altar down in the name of Jesus. Now hear me, hear me, hear me. It's it's the, the word is the word is growing. Um I saw that this fire has risen before. 
and that there have been men and houses assigned to quench it before and that they have done a reasonable job that has been limited in both quality and duration meaning it's never fully quenched it's just contained and even the containment is only for a temporary period of time because there is a fire that rages in them that is from the same place as that fire so the 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 limitation of the scepter of righteousness you understand what i'm saying help me holy spirit satan cannot cast out satan jesus came and said the god of this world comes and finds nothing in me you don't have to be under satan's control for him to find something in you and so this beast has escaped seasons of judgment in the past now we're going to use reverend gideon as a point of reference to every apostolic gift in the state of plateau open your mouth until lord raise a breed that can slay this beast open your mouth and pray we don't want to just contain it this time we want to kill this fire we want to we want to submerge it in the fire come and pray pray take the keys up we want to submerge it in the superior fire of the holy spirit there will be no loss of life there will be no demonic violence permitted the perpetrators will find the pauline encounter on the way to damascus because there will be a scepter of righteousness stretched above the plateau in this season we speak to the wind from the east and we shut you down in the name of jesus in the name of jesus and lord across the entire northern expanse of nigeria niger and cameroon every plot against any or rising from within any sabungari we forbid you to see the light of day hear me hear me hear me hear me um so um you know i i love my my favorite pastime is sports and i have not played or followed the news on sports now for over two weeks so i said that just to let you know that if i haven't been following sports i've not been following news so forgive me if i'm saying something that's already happened i don't know because what i'm seeing is already in effect now i don't know if it's in effect because the plot is in effect or the action is in effect remember i told you guys all right the lord said to me two days before the passing of our queen that i saw the monarchy in transition on a tuesday and we heard she passed away on a thursday so i don't know if it's that kind of in effect or not but i'm seeing a coup 
on the continent of Africa. I'm seeing a coup on the continent of Africa that God is asking us to intercept. Are you, are you hearing me? See, this is the responsibility of being an apostolic house to quote and unquote the nations. God give us the nations. It means give us the nations troubles. Does that make sense? I'm seeing a coup, a military coup. Well, I don't know if it's military. I don't know, but I'm seeing a coup. All the coups I've known in my life growing up were military that is designed to bring bloodshed. And I'm seeing it in more than one country. There's a test case going on. Satan is focusing the effect in one particular nation because he intends for it to spread. Would we lift up our voices and quell that spirit? Open your mouth. That no uprising, especially no violent uprising, that is not the will of God against the government on any African nation will prosper. Father, intercept every coup. No bloodshed in Jesus' name. No bloodshed in the name of Jesus. Father, steward the transition of power in every nation. Even if it is your will to change regime, Lord. Bloodshed is not the only way. So, Father, we cry out for the African continent for mercy. We cry out for mercy, Lord. Intervene. Intervene. Intervene in the name of Jesus. Shepherd Africa into this new season under the protection of Zion in the name of Jesus. So, somebody, okay, Burkina Faso is in the west of Africa, right? Right? Okay. Somebody just sent me a message saying Burkina Faso is currently undergoing a coup because I saw a fire on the western side of Africa. And then I saw it spread. Hear me? And its intention is to get to East Africa. See, Eastern, when I say Eastern Africa, the Eastern border of Africa from Tanzania down to Malawi. I know Malawi is south. I know, but that whole area. So I'm including Zambia and Zimbabwe in that. That area of Africa has an X on it in this season. There is, There are altars bubbling up. Father, we quench them. Pray. Somebody pray. Pray. We quench them in the name of Jesus. We quench them. They will not see the light of day. Lord, I curse in the Nakurataba, in the spirit, every altar of Balaam and Balak. Council of darkness will not stand. It will not stand. You beast rising. We put you down in the spirit. 
We put you down in the spirit. For princes shall come out of Africa. She shall stretch forth her hands to God. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Okay, so somebody is sending me. So on September 30th, aha, that's within 14 days, right? Okay. Burkina Faso's military leader, I'm just reading what someone sent me. President Paul Henry Damba was deposed in the country's second coup in a year. Aha. As Army Captain Ibrahim Traore took charge, dissolving the transitional government. So, somebody, if this is correct, there was a coup. How did I miss this? Where have I been? So, there was a coup. And then the people who made the coup have now had a coup effected against them. Has somebody find out for me, has there been bloodshed? Because I suspect not yet. Has there been white? So the, the person who was, the, the man who was in power when the second coup happened, is he still alive? Somebody find out for me. Is he still alive? Because I'm seeing a powder keg situation. In essence, God is saying there is the opportunity to avoid in the space of prayer widespread bloodshed now i don't know if it's this one or it's the ones i'm seeing on the other side of africa but father we ask for mercy in the name of jesus there's a counter-attack being jesus your lord saints i have a sermon now just so you know i have a sermon i want to preach on walking in the spirit. But God, can we pray? Let's pray. Say, Lord, intervene. Spare righteous lives. Spare innocent, because you can be innocent and not righteous. Spare innocent lives. Open your mouth and pray. Lord, spare innocent lives across the African continent. Say, Lord, intervene. Intervene in the name of Jesus. Intervene in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody pray, pray, pray. For those of you, for this, this is new. We do this all the time in prayer culture. It's just a Sunday. It's just the first time it's happening on a Sunday. This is normal for us in a prayer meeting in prayer culture. Say, God, intervene. We lift up the nations to you, intervene. Intervene. In Burkina Faso, intervene. Lord, in Malawi, intercept. In Malawi and, and that region, Tanzania, Malawi, Zambia, Zimbabwe, intercept this wind, this beast. Sharia Kumara We thank you. Thousands have been killed, somebody sending me, 
in raids on rural communities and millions have been forced to flee. This week, at least 11 soldiers died in an attack, keys up please, in northern Burkina Faso. Dozens of civilians are still missing. See, Pastor, you know what God said to me? Um, uh, God and I have been having a very interesting set of conversations this last few days. Um, and when an individual talks to you about their encounters with God, there's usually one of three reasons they do. The first is they're just excited, especially when they're new. When you start having encounters with God, you just want to, I mean, it's like, wow, I won the lottery. So that's innocent. It's just, it may not be wise. They may say things they're not supposed to say. Sometimes God will rebuke you and say, I didn't tell you to say that. But sometimes just the, the, the joy of the pure, it's not arrogant. It's just, they just, they just need to talk to someone, you know. I'll give an example for instance. Now I've learned that when I sometimes I feel that way, so I have my I have my covenant people. So if you like last week, I you know, Apostle and I were talking, I said, bro, I just need to share this with you. This is, you know. So the second reason is that they are arrogant and they're trying to draw attention to themselves. The third is that God instructs them to. And when God instructs you to, it's because there's a what you say. It's supposed to have an effect, either to build someone else's faith or sometimes to be a public record so when something happens, he gets the glory, you know, or, or because somebody else is going to go in, whatever it is. Um, and I didn't know this was going to happen this morning. I didn't know we we're going to have this interruption. But the Lord said to me this morning when I was getting ready, or was it last night? I can't remember again. Either, early, either late last night, past midnight, or, or this morning, uh, he said, I want you to share some. So I actually wrote down a couple of things. Um, I had no idea this was going to happen, but it makes sense now. So on today is Sunday, right? On Friday, or was it Saturday? Um, so within the fast, I went on a long fast within the fast. A long fast within the fast. So. And God said to me, he said, son, actually, I think I wrote this down. Uh, there's a WhatsApp group that my wife and I share. That's my journal. So there are things that I write in it because I want somebody else's accountability for it. So, you know, married couples, you might want to do the same if God leads you. And so let me read it to you as I wrote it in the journal. Where's my pen? My stylus. Okay. Let me read it as I wrote it in the journal. Um, my wife is in the room if I'm lying. So somebody said they saw the same for Mozambique. Is Mozambique on the southern eastern side of Africa? Pardon? But is it towards the east side? Ah, okay, cool. So, so, so then, then this person's confirmation bears witness with me because I said the fire, it's coming down the eastern seaboard of Africa, down the south. But we're going to quench it along with other people God is raising around the world in this season. So if you are a prayer leader at the gap, you have your marching orders for the next few days, right? So at the gap over these next few weeks, these things we're lifting up today must be constantly. So Patty's in the room. Um, she'll, she, baby, you have my permission to shout if I am lying about what I'm about to read. Um, 
says, son, you have crossed the threshold tonight. So this was 2 a.m. on Saturday morning, meaning 2 a.m. past midnight from Friday going into Saturday. The covenant of elevation is complete. Now expect a visit from at least two demonic personalities in the next few. Well, it just says two. I didn't write the next few. So let me read it as I wrote it to, begin, to bargain in person. Number one, the spirit of Britannia. Number two, familial spirits that have governed your bloodlines and places of origin. Be bold and strong, for I have already granted you victory. Leave not even a hoof behind, for I have ordained for the brightness of your rising. Are you there? Then, 11.56, I'll tell you why I'm sharing this with you. It's not, it's not to clap. There's a reason. It'll explain what's going on here this morning. Lord, help me truly discern my company now on the eve of my meteoric, meteoric elevation and primarily those who are covenant relationships in bracket siblings and parents so that i may know who to lend my visibility and gravitas to so that they may be beneficiaries of my rising and in so doing rise themselves then this is the one i'm coming to in the past i'm reading the journal in the past two weeks i had two separate visitations this is i'm reading the journal on Sunday at the General Assembly, so while I was kneeled down here and you guys were praying for me, um, let me leave the people out. So let me leave the individuals out. So-and-so came up to me. This is a dead person. This is not necromancy now. Calm down. It's a, it's a vision. Came up to me and started taking, I told you the story, taking his garments and the ring and, 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 and everything. And when he got to his chain, I said, I don't need the chain. And he smiled and said, well done. Then on Wednesday or Tuesday, I was playing on, the, praying on the floor of our room on my knees beside Ajoke's side of the bed, so my wife's side of the bed. Then three patriarchs, one of them was the one who came on Sunday and two other ones, again, I'll leave their names out, uh, came to me from different angles, almost like a triangle. They converged on me and placed their hands on me, their hands on mine simultaneously. As they did, I stretched out my hands and a huge golden key appeared in it those were the visions this was the instruction or the conversation from god god said son i gave you an instruction years ago when kingdom culture started he says it took you all these years to complete it he said you completed it this weekend i said what do you mean he said number one there is a threshold of intercessory commitment that you have now as a house completed in essence if you commit to praying for the nations regularly, a time comes where you become established in authority. Does that make sense? So what's happening this afternoon is going to happen a lot more regularly. Because God says, now you've completed that threshold as a house. Secondly, at the start of the year, he gave me an instruction. He asked me for a certain quota. Now I told you guys that there was a contract. I didn't tell you what it was. I told you that I will know when it's complete, right? And that God basically said to me, this is what I'm offering you in this season. This is how covenants work. He was specific. This is what I want. Part of it was letting go of some things. The other part was he gave me a fixed number of days that I had to go through eating no more than one meal a day. Does that make sense? He said, I want X number of days over the course of, and he said you must finish it by the end of the year or the counter resets you know god is very mean with me like that 
you don't do something by a particular time, he'll reset the counter. He said, you must finish it by the end of the year. And he said, when you finish this quarter of days where you eat a maximum of one day, one meal a day, something will drop. Now, I had forgotten the quota. Not forgotten per se, but it wasn't at the, you know, I, I think I'd lost count, to be honest, is the honest truth. And then on Friday night, I got home. And it was a day where I hadn't eaten all day. So I was looking forward to my one meal. The last time I ate was Thursday night. No, no, no. Thursday night. The last time I ate was, no, no, no. Wednesday night. When I got home on Wednesday after the quorum, right? I was looking forward to my meal. And it was the last, last time I'd eaten was Tuesday. And there was this strange fight. Like, don't eat. I said, I said, I said. My mother's uncle, Dakun. Please, Biko. You know, how do you say it in, how do you say it in, in, in Zambian? Napapa, uh, please, you know. And after we pushed back and forth, because I wanted to be sure it was God, not my zeal. Holy Spirit said to me, <laughs> eat, for your journey is great. I said, okay. And he said, this meal you're about to eat, let's strike a deal before I allow you to eat it. I said, okay. I know this sounds crazy. He said, the deal is from today, moving forward, you only ever eat for one of two reasons. One is ceremonial, meaning there's a feast. You are, in essence, you have, the queen invites you to dinner, you have to eat, right? We're having a love feast, in essence, of, for, for a formal reason. The second is that you are hungry. I said, that makes sense, but I know God well. I said, what are you trying to say? I'm not a glutton. Don't, but I do not believe my wife will tell you, my, my, my sons eat more than me most times. God said, mm, put the food down, Israel. Because I already had my food in the microwave. He said, put it down. I like my food hot. He said, put it down. He said, let's strike the deal. And then... My spirit, which is the candle of God, gave me the expo on what was going on. Meaning, your hunger is about to go through a radical manipulation. Meaning, there will be days you are not hungry. And he defined hunger for me. Not that you want to eat. Not hunger of the brain. Listen to me. And not even hunger of the belly, not the rumbling of your stomach. The, the definition, the biological definition of hunger. Basically, your body is calling for food. Not based on schedule. I said, okay, no problem. Remember, that was Wednesday night, right? So Thursday came. There was no hunger. My brain was shouting. My belly was rumbling. Right? 
I was burping because when your acid stopped being released and there's no food. But I knew what he meant. So Friday came. There was no hunger. Saturday came. Friday evening, I had a half a cup of, half a small cup of Starbucks that Tony got for me. And that was it. Because I was hungry at that point. So I, I said, let me grab a coffee. Great. And then as soon as I finished the half cup of coffee, the hunger went. I said, what kind of trouble is this? Finished the service, got home. Hunger was not there. So I went to sleep. Woke up on Saturday. Still no quote-unquote hunger. Got here in the afternoon at about 5 p.m. Belly started rumbling. Finished my coffee from the day before. Hunger went. It was at 11, no, I got home at 11 or to 10, 45, 11 o'clock. What time did I get home yesterday? By 11 o'clock, right? Maybe just past 11 because my alarm for my 11 o'clock prayer caught me while I was driving. So I got maybe quarter past 11 or so. It was half an hour before I go home. And my, my body now says, okay, cool, now we eat. So I ate, oh. but that's not the story. The story is this. On Saturday, at that two, at 2 a.m. in the morning, God said, son, oh, by the way, you've completed the quota. And then I did the math. Because I stopped counting at the last time I went on a stretch like this. I haven't counted since this fasting, this fast began. And I started to count and I realized that I got to that quota on Friday night. Meaning not eating on Friday. Filled up the quota. My stomach is rumbling now as I said that. There's no food for you for the next, for a long time. At, at worst until late tonight. At best until late tonight. And the conversations God and I began to have changed from that point. It was almost like heaven said, okay, now there's a higher seat, higher table from the one you were sat at. Now let's discuss matters. Right? So I'll say matters. Um, there are strange times that are coming to the body of Christ. And one of the reasons God had me share this with you was there are some of you who should be at that table too. It may not be the exact same instruction he gave me. But there are things he is demanding from you. And believe me, you know I said this on Thursday, Tony, that I am insulted at how frustrated I was earlier in the year when he made the request. I would give 10 times more than he asked for this. But it would take more than one apostle in each church in our generation. Does that make sense? 
we were never designed to be God's generals. Because there can't be a general in an army where everybody is a general. Oh. Does that make sense? They're only generals because nobody else is at that level. The assignment was for a kingdom of priests. So, what is God calling for from you in this season? <laughs> because what we've done this afternoon, and there's more to do in private at, at the prayer, at prayer culture. There's going to be a whole lot more of it. A teenager might be here on a, on a, on a youth Sunday and God will begin to speak to them about a nation. And God expects us to have the combined stature. See, there are matters that God doesn't need 10,000 people to pray about. God should be able to get two of us, just two, pastors and you and me. God has tell us there's this issue happening in Dubai. Don't, don't, don't talk about it publicly. Don't even prophesy about it. Just, just on your lunch break, get on phone, myself and Pastor Tosin, and we just handle it in one hour. And it's sorted. Take stature to do that. And that's what God is calling for in this season. So he said to me this morning, he says, I want you to raise a company of prophets who so happen to be sons, not just sons of the prophet. You know, there's two categories. There are sons of the prophet. People who, they, they, have, some, they have some dimensions small, but, but it's, they're literally borrowing, in essence, when, when daddy, is the, daddy is the main power generating you, and then they just, you know, yeah. But then there are prophets who just so happen to be sons. So Elijah had plenty sons of the prophet, at least 50 according to the Bible, or thereabouts, right? And then there was Elisha. Elisha was a prophet in his own right who just happened to be a son. See, I'm reading, you know, you know I never, I, for those of you who wonder why I have a laptop I, so I can do Bible stuff, I don't preach with notes. If I write something down, you know God said something, right? You know me, right? Okay. See, Pastor Zane, look. Let them know that I'm not. Can you see there? Okay. So, so, in this season, we need to raise a company of prophets who just happen to be sons. It's the assignment. And that's why these, see these chairs? Last night, God said, go and touch each of them. And he said, I want you to, and I said, I said, well, Lord, we, you know, Summit is going to be in a much bigger place that you don't understand. He said, these are not for quote-unquote members. These are for a company. These are for soldiers. You see, okay, so 
I want you to, I want you to read, just read everything here. So just so you understand that I'm going about to just read everything. Just read everything that. All dowry payments come to me, then I'll disperse to her biological family. Start from the beginning. Pray for marriages. Pray for ministers at the summit. Same-sex attractions. Service in Nottingham, in bracket, regular. Raising a company of prophets who so happen to be sons, in bracket, not just sons of the prophet. Prayer for the removal of certain Nigerian leaders, Sabongari in the Joss area, in brackets, violence, demonic conclave, demonic con conclave against you and Casey in London. The Lord allowed it for a season to slow you down because you, you were ahead of schedule due to your passion and initial obedience. It clouded you, your receptivity, and even your altar of consecration. It also caused people to sour on you and the house after a season. It was broken this week. Run now with speed, for the city and nation shall soon gather to you. But when I say consecration, I don't mean personal purity. I'm talking about prayer. For anybody thinks, no. So the consecration there is talking. I need more volume. She has a loud voice. I don't. So in essence... I told you how in the days, the days when I used to pray, sometimes 10 hours a day, there was a period where that, but the last couple of years, few years, three years, you know, okay, fine. So we're going to deal with the rest of these things on this list one by one. And we're not going to have to pray long. So I want to say long. Because we're going to be people of stature. Meaning we can accomplish in 30 seconds of saying something with authority. Right? So we've dealt with Sabongari. And the fire, right? I've told you about being a company of prophets. We're going to pray for marriages. Including those in our house. Both the preservation of existing marriages, but also for God to raise new marriages. Because the Lord showed me that there was an attack on marriages. But we are so let's open our mouths and pray. Say, Lord, we shut down the demonic ecosystem. Can I get the Kenton keys? We shut down the embargo, the demonic embargo on marriages in and connected to this house. We break that arrow of darkness. Marriages will thrive. They will be established and they will thrive. Bone will join to bone, rib to rib, hip to hip. And you will raise godly altars in this house and beyond. You spirit seeking to pervert and destroy the will of God concerning homes in our house and our wider spiritual tribe. We break you in the name of Jesus. I hear the sound of wedding bells. The raising of children. 
in joyful and peaceful atmospheres no more strife and contention for the homes of this house shall be many and godly in the name of jesus now amen hear me now we're going to move and pray for now the this is what he meant by ministers at summit just leave it leave it where it was there are people god showed me men and women of god many of them ministering at the summit in either word or music who god has ordained to use the summit as a trigger for their next level hear me i know it sounds arrogant i'm just telling you what god said to me that the part of the altar he's asking us to build is not just about our house that the people he has ordained to come and minister yes chris is exactly the phrase a setup for them that it's a divine ambush for them to walk into something so many of them are going to receive commissioning and fresh instructions for the next dimension see listen for some of them when they tell the next season of their life the summit will be the bc and ad divider it will be before november 2022 and after november 2022 now let's open our mouths and pray and say lord use the kingdom culture summit as as a king making platform pray use it as a setup to shift men and women even those who don't minister everyone with a call of God upon their life to the church or the marketplace let there be a firing of the pistons of glory that propels them into another dimension prepare the wood and the fire for an ascension of glory in Jesus name now hear me God has now those of us who lead the gap the watches any watch somebody should write down all these prayer points this is our assignment for the next few weeks now we're going to move to um I had a very disturbing revelation this morning um okay we can take it down now for this one take it down very disturbing revelation um I won't go into the details let me just summarize what the Lord was saying to me. That there is a, an issue. Now hear me. For many of the people I saw, for some it was full blown. For many of them it was in the struggle stage. Meaning they haven't yielded to it yet. But the struggle is real. Of same sex attraction. In the workforce and leadership of certain ministries here in the city of London right and I told you you can't be a father without having the heart of a father so we are a father house it means like I told somebody yesterday you don't have to be my mother to be a mother in the kingdom so we don't have to be anybody's father to be a father in the kingdom so we are responsible for this city in our generation even with our peers right 
that in the city of London, and I'm, I'm assuming around the country, and especially hear me, when we hear same-sex attraction, many times we just think about masculine same-sex attraction. This one I saw was predominantly among ladies. And hear me, the Lord then said to me that there is one person in the kingdom culture workforce and or leadership who is struggling with that. Reach out to me in private. You won't find condemnation. You'll find love. See, many of you don't know these things, but this majority of the things you confide in both I and Padja about, we don't talk to each other about. We have a rule. If we would talk to each other about them, you will know. We will ask your permission. Or in some cases, because I am the quote-unquote final human responsibility holder for the house, Padre will say, well, this one is above my pay grade. It has to go to Rev's desk. But she will still tell you. So we're very discreet with each other. If we're discreet with each other, you can be sure we're discreet outside, right? I'm telling you on this particular one, right? Without your permission, even Padre won't know. But reach out to me. I saw you. I saw you. But I won't reach out because I don't want to embarrass you. So I'll wait for you to reach out to me. But I saw it as a pandemic starting to spread across this city in churches and ministries in key positions. I don't just mean members, significant workers, leaders, and pastors, same-sex attraction. And a lot of what I was seeing was among women. Can we pray and say, Lord, intervene? Say, Lord, let your mercy prevail, but in your mercy also intervene. In anger, remembered mercy. In the midst of the years, revive your work. Let love and grace be your response. Not judgment. Not judgment. You're not angry. You are offering mercy and grace for transformation. For many of these people, you're saying, well, I'm trying, but it, I, I, I get it. I know. See, I believe you when you say you were born this way. I believe that. But you were not born to be this way. There's a difference. So yes, I know this is not, you, you don't just want to do it. It's built into your flesh nature. I get it. But there is power at the cross in love to live out the standard of heaven's purity. And so Lord, we release a grace to break every spirit of perversion over every life connected to the church of God especially in the city of London. Father, I'm not asking you to expose. I'm asking you to uncover. Expose means with judgment. Uncover means reveal it to those who can help. Those who will work in love. Lord, let there be no embarrassment, no disgrace, no, no public shame, no. Give your servants, give us wisdom. And discretion 
to manage this in the name of Jesus. That transformation may be the result. Now I want you to say, Lord, raise a company of prophets. Open your mouth and pray. In this house, in this season. Say, Lord, let there be an anointing, a corporate grace. Raise a company of prophets. Open your mouth and pray. Say, raise a company. If you're in the room, lift your hands and receive it for yourself. Raise a company of prophets. Raise a company of seasoned, mature, gifted individuals who can function in the office of the prophetic. That the agenda of God for a generation may be preserved. Lift your voice and pray. Come on, pray, pray, pray. Father, install and activate prophetic technology in this house in this season. Install and activate prophetic technology. Let the things that have shut it down pray. Father, let the things that have stopped it, that have distracted, diluted it, frustrated it, whether they be demonic atmospheres, pain, uh, uh, unforgiveness, whether, Lord, it be habits, ungodly entertainment, sin, bad company, an inability to walk away from food, whatever it is, Lord, Raise men and women who can govern nations from the office of the prophetic as a company in this house. Burning ones, mighty ones, holy ones, titans, avatars, human watchers from this house in this season. As you said last night, every one of these chairs here represents one of this kind of people. Not a member, not even a worker, but a member of this company, a senator in Zion. Let it be so in the name of Jesus. Put your hand on your head wherever you are. If you're in the room, one hand on your head, the other hand on your belly. Maria Koto. Pastor T, can, can we get the, the communion from the side there? Just the exact number there. Just bring them here. Just count them and tell me how many. Okay. How many of us? How many adults here? One, two, three. One second. Say that again. How many? One, two, three. Okay, cool. Okay, so we need a couple more. Yeah, a couple more. Okay, they're here. Um, we're going we're gonna to do an impromptu communion. If you're watching from home, go get your own implements. Anything solid or anything liquid. Thank you. Put your hand in your head and your belly. Say in the name of Jesus. Say, I unblock my flow. The river of God will flow through me in this season.
for the healing of the nations so lord anoint me and activate me into your prophetic stream i receive the grace for the consecration to pay the price that i may take my place as a senator in zion in this new move of god this house shall be a company of prophets so saith the lord in jesus name amen as we get ready to take communion the last thing we haven't prayed about actually so i don't i think we should do this one tonight by the way uh let's put the flyer up for those of you who are not aware we're in a journey of 40 days where we're gathering at 7 p.m every night uh for teaching blessing and prophetic declaration last night we started looking at what it means to walk with god because he's a spirit uh in my opinion what god showed me to be the foundation of discipleship as he intends it to be so we're back tonight at 7 p.m um we will also pray and make some prophetic declarations 7 p.m uk time so calculate the time wherever you are uh, by the way the the clocks are moving when end of the month so at some point we will no longer be on the same time zone as west africa so always just whatever time you see just calculate it from whatever time it is in the uk because our time moves back and forth once or twice a year and then calculate the time in your zone so this evening we will pray about see <laughs> some people are going to die in the nation of nigeria they will go If you weren't there when we finished, was it Friday night when we finished? 10 or so minutes after we, we were done, you know, we just leave the stream playing for you to pray. I came back on there because God said, I saw it. Now, God had, God, see, God had told me about it before. But then he said, now establish it. You see, there are things it takes stature to do. That's why demands for consecration are important every time god calls for a consecration journey there's a reason we call them journeys it means in your consecration you are going to move from one place to another so we now have as a house and to the glory of god this humble born servant of god now has the authority to effect this regime change as a consequence of our obedience to this last consecration journey but we will pray about that tonight the last thing we'll pray about as we take communion is god showed me the early hours of this morning now i'd always suspected but i i, I had spiritual evidence right that there are conclaves of real witchcraft this is not people who manipulate people with their words no this is not no i mean practicing certified occultist witches cultic witches and warlocks right your babalawos your ezemos your dibias your sangomas that have sat in this city called london Hear me, this sounds arrogant, and their assignment 
with this small boy and this house. I saw it. And God said, I allowed it. I said, why? He said, we're going too fast. So it was part of the technology to, he said, basically, you know, I, I, I never believed this when God said it. God said it to me two years ago for the first time. Statement I'm about to make. Then Dr. Alex said it to me last year. I didn't believe it till this morning. You know, God can tell you something you don't really believe. He said, son, you're on schedule. I said, it's a lie. Can't be on schedule. Then Dr. Alex said it to me last year. He said, God said to tell you. I said, you're just saying because you love me. It's just big brotherly love. He said, I always intended you to end up this. That's why last year, the atonement, he spoke to me and said, Bokaris. He said, so this, this was the appointment all along. But you were, the pace at which you were going initially. So I had to compensate for your earlier speed by some delay. So they clouded you. I told you guys there were seasons where I was my mental health was hanging by a thread. But listen. Said it caused people to sour on you. People just wake up and not know why they don't like you anymore. People just wake up and zeal and joy turns into God says that yoke is broken. But listen, listen, listen. We're not going to leave the conclaves in place so they can afflict another poor young man and another ministry rising. No. Mm -mm. Pool? We're going to burn them. Open your mouth and say, Father, every conclave of darkness in the city call your city's name in the city of london that has been designed to afflict apostolic and prophetic mantles and houses father we judged open your mouth and pray we judge in this fire 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 burn burn in the name of jesus consume consume flatten that they may rise no more sanitize the city we make it a no-fly zone let there be speed for the prophetic and apostolic as you truly have called it to be the authentic ones make up for lost time with speed 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 the tracks are clear now it's time to run with speed all right get your bread out whatever you're using as bread here and at home the bread symbolizes the body the bible says the body the structure of christ in you it's also symbolic of the word the constitution when you break the bread first of all you're removing limits 
The Bible said Jesus broke the bread, gave thanks, and then five loaves fed 5,000. Because why? Because a little one shall be a thousand. Someone say limits are breaking this afternoon. Secondly, you're installing the body of Christ in you. You're connecting yourself to the wider ecclesia. You're basically, I am baptized into the corporate. And what's the body? I was going to talk, I was going to preach about that this afternoon. If I hadn't been hijacked, the image of God. So what's the image of God? The image of God. The Imago Dei is what you install or installed into. In essence, you find your place in the image of God as revealed by the corporate church. Bible says he broke it and said as often as you do this do it in the word remembrance that doesn't just mean you forgot it means do it in honor and replication of my work father this afternoon let this install into us heaven and install us into your heaven system on the earth so let it be in Jesus name He then said the same night, he took a cup and he said, this is the cup of the New Testament, the new will, the new last will and testament, the new legal document as to how my assets should be applied. So that's what a covenant is. It's a legal document into how resources and access and dimensions are applied. The Lord is a portion of my inheritance and of my cup. He maintains my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Oh, I forgot to mention today is actually the full moon. That will explain. I forgot that. One of the reasons why tonight's even more symbolic. When you drink the cup, you're literally pouring the new covenant into your system. You're saying, I partake of your cup. I identify with both your suffering and your glory. Whatever is incompatible with your glory is incompatible with me. Bible says, after you have suffered a while, the Lord will establish you. Lord, I declare that every suffering that has gone beyond your definition of a while is illegal at the application of this cup. Lift up your hands. Because of time, I'm not going to read the declaration um, I plan to today. But I'm going to summarize it as I bless us. Your face, Lord, may you cause to shine upon us and grant us peace. Let a little one among us be a thousand and a small one a mighty nation. Let the least from among us be strong as David. Multiply us individually and corporately that we are not few. Glorify us that we are not small. Let it be said, 
put your name of Israel Lumide Siave and Kingdom Culture Movement. What has God brought? For in the days of our power, our people shall be willing from the womb of the morning. These are the days of the brightness of our rising and we will shine as the stars forever in the firmaments. Tonight, Lord, I say sickness, disease and illness are shut down permanently and miracles flow. Divine intervention is secured and the kingdom of God grows. So be it in the name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands, oh you people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Uh, because of time, let me do a couple of things. Got a time. Um, number one, we're back tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, here in the studio. Well, I will be here in the studio. Um, you guys can join in virtually or come in if you want uh, for day two or day, technically day four. But the first two days were also consumed in the week of apostolic emphasis. Um, also, um, remember the instruction that I told you the Lord gave me last week? reminded me of last week so if you want to be a financial partner or financial prayer or volunteer partner with kingdom culture um, please send us don't just give right thank you for giving but we want to know those who feel committed to stand with us regularly because we have something for you we want to give back to you we want to work and walk with you into your book practically so if you are a regular, if you're already a regular giver or you intend to be, please send an email with your name and your phone number to contact the kculture.org. Uh, please include your country's code, because if you're outside the country, we need to know what the country code is. Uh, so we can reach out to you to put you in this forum that we're setting up for your benefit. There's no pressure if you don't feel led to be, that's fine. For those of you who already are or feel led to be, don't miss out on what God has for you. In return and I think I've shared enough about that already uh, the, the details on how to give will be on your screen as I speak um, and so in whatever the Lord lays on your heart tithe offering regular giving one-off our building fund because we have started a building fund uh, our ministry support fund for other ministries and ministers around the world our orphanage fund our meet whatever it is just put it there for prayer culture and the apostolic hubs as God lays on your heart in this season um, we pray the blessing of a thousand times more God showed me some of you in this season and you, you are not small people that's it is small people you are one of the people you and PT levels are changing both of you stand up, stand up wherever, just to stand where you are, stand where you are. Um, Bible says, show me a man diligent in what he does. He'll stand before kings and not mean men. Can I, can you come, come in here, come in here, come in here. I was going to do this in private, but I feel, I feel like to do this in public. Um, David had three anointings. The first anointed him among his brethren. The second anointed him king in Hebron. 
the Lord anointed him king over all of Israel. Um, this is the second coming on you today. This is the Hebron anointing. This is moving you from a dulem to a place of, of significance to where people will come to you. In a dulem, only broken people came. In Hebron, they came to make him king, meaning some of the people who came. See, you want to fight a war against the family of the king and win. So, Saul's house had the army of the nation behind them. It meant David had significant people in his corner. I see elevation. And the Bible says, well, the Bible says, show me a man diligent in what he does. He has time for no need, man. And the Lord says, this is the reward for diligence. Diligence is not just hard work. It's hard work in a particular direction, following a particular set of instructions. It's consistency in sometimes boring or unpleasant things and I don't know what else it's regarding but where this house is concerned I bear witness with that may God surprise you may the yoke of limitation financially be broken may significant wealth find your hands because God knows that he can trust you administer it personally I'm seeing this bouquet of flowers you're going somewhere and people are standing in files with a bouquet um, literally like you've arrived somewhere and you, you've not just turned up there is a ceremonial procession to receive you uh, uh, and, and I believe the Lord is saying that he's about to make you a dignitary. Um, so Lord, I ask that you recalibrate this mind for this. Build a dignitary and then bring the dignity in the name of Jesus. These hands are not permitted to fail any longer. Amen. They will Amen. prosper. Amen. They will prosper. Amen. They go and try again. Amen. Let down your net this time and get your partners ready. Because the catch will be bigger than your boat. Amen. In the name Amen. of Jesus. I just saw her standing. I saw a flash. You were standing in this small classroom with about 15 or so people. And then it switched to something that looked like a major TED talk. Literally. Same person, same clothes. But it just switched. You went from this small training conclave. 
to this massive auditorium and father we release the grace for preservation it will not change them it will not corrupt them in the name of jesus let's put our hands together for the lord i, I know we're way over time my my uh my logistics team is probably buying a gun for me right now um oh thank you jesus thank you jesus Look at the neighbor say congratulations. <laughs> if you could only see what I see. Tell them good morning. Tell your neighbor good morning. Now tell them happy new year. Let's do this one more time. Say congratulations say good morning say happy new year pastor doesn't get ready don't relax don't clap here you don't know what i'm saying get ready for i'm saying to get ready in her capacity as being the director of kingdom builders um, people, people who are millionaires and above need a certain level of framework to feel comfortable, you know, so get ready. And many of them are going to be homegrown. Lord, please. We close the service. Dorinda is going to fight me. Dorinda's fine now. You know, I'm not looking at her. See, you people know I'm not a money prophet, right? You know, right? I have a track record. See, check YouTube. But I'm seeing gold. I'm seeing a a a sea a, a sea breaking. The sea is, is a golden color, and when it breaks against the shore and it recedes, it's leaving gold coins behind. I, that, I, that just, I'm, 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 I... And notice, we're not attaching this to a seed, so relax. I'm not saying that we're not, we've, we've done our offering already, right? This is not so, no, I'm just telling you what is coming to you for some of you. It's like a wave it's golden in color when it breaks against the shore it turns into gold coins then the, the liquid wave of gold goes back and there's abundance of gold coins and gold bars on the seashore and the Lord says to say the abundance of the sea I will convert to you I'm seeing listen I am a renewables person. I like electricity, right? I don't, I'm not a fan of, I, of, I believe in global warming. I'm a prophet who believes global warming is true. It's consistent with the Bible if you read it, right? I drive an electric car. Does that make sense? So I'm 
I'm renewable compliant, but I'm seeing offshore oil and gas permits. So when you're about to get into oil and gas at any point, the, whatever, at some point in the value chain system, some of you are distributors, some of you are producers. I'm seeing oil and gas permits being granted to some people. Are you hearing me, somebody? Hear me, hear me, hear me. I'm seeing fishing companies, fishing, and I've never done it in my life. I don't know how it works, but fish farms or whatever it is, but I'm seeing but whatever, fishing for some, some people, right? Are you hearing me by the Spirit? Hear me, hear me, hear me. Some of you, it's going to be cruises. You're going to own cruise companies. See, any, see, anything that has to do with the sea in this season, anything that has to do with water, right? Anything that has water involved in any way, shape or form. Even if it's a scuba diving company, I don't care. Now, if God isn't asking you, don't go and start one. Now, I'm saying for those who have started or who feel the urge to. The abundance of the sea. If it can be found in the sea, it's coming to us. Because the Lord says, the seat of demonic power that has dwelt in the sea. The prince of Tyre. His works have been broken. Some of you are walking in poverty. Listen, if you don't come from Africa, just ignore us. All that happens in the UK too. Listen, I'm seeing, this is like Mount Zion. I'm seeing a throne emerge from waters, rivers. What, what we would call mami water when we're growing up, right? Oh, it's real. I'm seeing sea see thrones emerge as we pray tonight but now i mean and this is why what we've been doing for the last few weeks has been challenging those seats and those seats have manifested in family poverty family poverty and we break you your works are broken your staffs of authority are broken. Never to rise again. As for me and my house, as for this family of faith and all who in truth and love are connected to us. We are for signs and for wonders. It shall be said of us, who are these that fly? Fly. Kingdom culture, it's time to fly. Spread your wings and fulfill destiny. I repeat. A thousand property completions in the next 18 to 24 months. Meaning some of you will have more than one. A thousand, a thousand property, silver, gold, stone.
stocks, shares. I command you to prosper. I instruct you. I adjure you by the voice of the monarch of Zion. Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish. Subdue. And have dominion. So let it be as we have spoken in the ears of the Lord. In Jesus name. Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. Somebody better come and close this service. Amen. Amen. What an amazing time in the presence of God. Oh, Shade Masika Telabosikata. Can we just give thanks to God? Um, can we just spend one or two minutes just really blessing the name of the Lord? Saying thank you, Lord, for what has happened on this altar today. Thank you for speaking, Lord. Thank you for feedback from heaven. Thank you for the change, the transformation that is happening. Thank you that that from this altar change, change is happening in nations across the world. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your fire that is burning. Thank you because you have set us on fire, Lord. You have set us alight. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, because you're not a God who is silent. You are speaking, Lord. Thank you for heaven's instructions that are coming in this season. Thank you for the grace to do, the wisdom to know what to do, the willingness to pay the price to be consecrated for you. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for your son, Reverend Israel. Thank you for Dr. Ajoke. Thank you, Father, that as you're elevating them, they, they're not leaving us behind. They're not leaving us behind. Thank you for the humility, the authority, the stature that is upon them. Thank you, Father, for this new season. Thank you for this morning, this poker. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Um, we're just going to hear the announcements. Hey, everyone. I hope you've had a great service and you've enjoyed that word. So, it's Pastor Tunji here again, and I'm bringing you the announcements. So prayers continue. You know, we like to pray. We like to pray. Okay, we're out of prayer. We will yet pray. So we're back again with our, you know, morning drops of glory, 6.30 a.m. All right. The gap at 12 noon and the altar at 7 p.m. You can also um, contact us, prayer culture at kculture.org if you want any information about what we do in regards to prayer 
And on Wednesdays, on Wednesdays, Wednesdays, it's time for the word. It is the column where we dig in. We go deep into what God is saying. So every single Wednesday, join us live on YouTube, okay? Live on our channel on YouTube every single Wednesday at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Don't miss it. It's time for the word. You're going to be in the word. All right. Our General Assembly is back. I love General Assembly. Why? Because we all come together. We all come together and we are back again on the 6th of November in Nottingham. 6th of November in Nottingham. You're going to see the flyers going to come across your screen. All the information will be on it. So make sure you look out for it okay you know what is coming up our summit our summit is coming up wagwan people it's your girl nay i'm back to invite you to our summit happening this year in november you do not want to miss this amazing time i'm telling you it's going to be a shut down the Holy Spirit is going to be moving, God is going to be there, His presence, we cannot await His presence. He's going to be there to speak to His people, to, to cause His people to step into their purpose and their destinies. And I believe you are one of those people God wants to be there to speak to. Be, be, be there. I can't wait to see you. I'm going to be there. Register, 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 register. See ya. And the given details are in the description of this video. If you want to give, make sure you do. You can give towards the summit. You can just give as well. Just give your offering, your type. Do so, okay? So the information will be coming across your screen. And also the description is in the video. So you can check that out if you are ready to give as well. All right, so for further information, any other information that you like to know about Kingdom Culture, you can just, you know, get in touch with us at contact at kculture.org and we'll be happy to get in touch with you. So guys, I hope you've had a great service. Hope you're looking forward to an amazing week. It's going to be a great week. So what do I say? Keep smiling and keep shining because you've been designed and destined for more. All right. It's life changing. Bye for now. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Tunji, for those life-changing announcements. Um, just one final announcement as well. So, um, Captivating Ladies, The Elephant in the Room, mark your diaries, 22nd of, of October at 7 p.m. Um, help us spread the word, share, share the flyer, share the information with another sister who will tell another sister to tell another sister to tell another sister. Right, so the the more the more of us, the better. Um, so the theme this time is eating from the cookie jar before marriage. Ooh, okay. We prayed about marriage today, so hey, uh, make sure you are there and spread the word. Um, I think that's all for the announcements. Um, let's remember all these important announcements, the dates that are coming, but. More importantly, 7 p.m. today. Make sure you're back um, with us. Then we're going to stand up and say the words of the grace as we close today's gathering. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us 
all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Don't forget to say hello to somebody, um, whether you're in a cluster or you're in the embassy or even if you're online, say hello to somebody before you knock off and see you in a couple of hours. God bless you.